0: They see this again. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. set. we go. Here we go. Here we go. I feel go. epic go. No Button no sliding up in the pumping the pump, something I'm crying like onions. With a gun, I am gifted. Back up before I will happily lift. Popping the cap in the back of your cap, lifting your hat, my ass hat's malicious. Mommy backed up and says she see the difference. You're mature, handsome, mixed with a lot of ignorance. Taking a test, it's about to
1: poke a chitness. Call me to change drummers. Say my folks are different. I'm different. You it. What you doing after this? Bitch, I'm leaving. I, know. I fuck your mama, work your mama, keep your
0: mama cooked. Uh, uh, I know you miss this, yeah.
1: Welcome to the Lewis S. Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Maestro, cue up the music, please. Yo, what up, 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 what up. It's your boy Lewis S. Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, we're going to mainly talk about how social media has been put here to actually make your life easier. Usually I like to try to get off into some current events, but as I said before, these celebrities have kind of been behaving and really getting down to their business, and I think that I may have already spoke about that celebrity divorce where old boy out there from Morocco basically pulled a nice little fast one and protected his money. So no need to delve back in that one. The ladies are still going to forever be upset about that one because they felt like in a way that the city girls took a loss. So knowing that I did cover that, because I do remember specifically reading an article on that. But just in case for some reason I didn't, there's no need for me to go into the details. And all I'm going to say on that subject to finally end it is Nothing Lasts Forever. Listen to this podcast. Look at how you're receiving radio. Look at how you're receiving music. As opposed to 20 years ago, you had to be listening to some type of stereo. CDs didn't last forever. Tapes didn't last forever. Records didn't last forever. And at least some of these things can still be found tell me where you can find a copy of an 8-track at least if you buy a Drake album if you really send some, you know, some money off to the record label or the fan club you could get a vinyl copy this is a collector's item for a recent album that comes out but you can't get an 8-track in certain ideas and concepts and hustles become played out. Just like now, if you wanted to create a speakeasy where everybody can hang out and drink because drinking is prohibited, you wouldn't be able to pull that off because now it goes down and you can drink almost anywhere you want to on a Sunday without having to say a password to someone that is pulling out a slot through the door so the whole hustle of marrying the richest dude you can and tolerating his rich dude ways which a lot of times do include infidelity because these dudes have so many options that they really just can't help themselves And all of a sudden, being able to deal with his arrogance and everything that comes with a quote unquote high value man. And then being able to take him to the cleaners and get half of his assets for as long as you continue to stay unmarried. That's becoming a very played out hustle. Number one. It may be beneficial for someone with a rich millionaire husband to stay unmarried for life so that they can can continue to constantly have a free check coming into them rather than having to go from, let's say, let that be the reason he's giving you a million dollars a month all of a sudden dealing with a dude that can only provide you with about 200 grand a month in pocket change the list goes on and on because really i'm gonna stop really talking about these celebrity problems because the average person that's listening to me and the average women that are sitting up here getting uptight about these marriages are women that will never ever marry a guy that has had a million dollars in his bank account at one time, the average man may have made a million in a lifetime, but never touched a million all at once. So sometimes we sit up here and worry about things that will never pertain to us. And as the show grows, you will see that I grow, especially if you can tap into the Lewis S. Black show and go all the way back to when I did my first episode, I believe in 2019. You listen to those episodes and you're going to see growth and maturity. So even this Hollywood divorce I we went through, that's going to be kind of me narrowing it down as far as, you know, what a man with millions is going to do. Let's focus on what a guy that's making 70 or 80 grand a year would do. Or black man that's making the national average, which may be about $40,000. What are you and that man going to do? And when I say, what are y'all going to do? We're going to stop talking about things from a boyfriend, girlfriend perspective either. Because I hear a lot of talk about you know, what bills should the man pay and how much of the bills a man should pay. And I never hear married Women debating about this because a married woman has already sat down with her husband and probably before jumping down the aisle, because they probably lived together during the engagement, they already put pen to paper and decided, hey, this is what you can do and this is what I can do. And nine times out of ten, if the husband was raised in a traditional manner, then off the flip. He's going to be taking on a lot of the financial responsibilities and maybe leaving about 20 or 30% of the expenses up to his wife if she is working a job. But when a lot of y'all talk about this, a lot of y'all be shacking up. Ain't nobody talking about marriage. Y'all just talking about being boyfriend and girlfriend, but expecting your boyfriend to do husband things, and even for you dudes, expecting your girlfriend to do wife things. We got to get up off of that, man. I'm feeling really bad for the generation, for this new generation of people in their 40s. Mind you, I'm the rookie because I'm 40 going on 41 this year. And I'm up here like, I don't, I'm not really digging this new generation of people in their 40s. I think that we have some very updated views but some very immature views on a lot of things. So speaking of immature, I see a lot of immaturity on social media. We're going to mainly focus on Facebook because Facebook is the most versatile platform where you can really use that thing for good or evil. And you've got unlimited options as far as what you want to do, as far as if you just want to post pictures, or if you just want to post opinions, or if you just want to post uh, music videos from other people or whatever. That's like the one-stop shop, whereas the other platforms all have their own niches and their own limitations. So there's only so far that you can abuse Instagram. There's only so far that you can go as far as abusing TikTok. But I feel like Facebook has really been abused, especially when we think about its origins, which is let's get you back in touch with people that you went to high school with and people that you went to college with and maybe some of the coworkers that you may care to still communicate with. And, of course, as someone that's been on Facebook since, like, 9, I've definitely utilized it for that, and even I have fallen short and started treating it like a MySpace page, and let that be the reason I deal with a lot of strangers and weirdos that do things that I don't really get down with. Now, the main thing that I'm going to talk about as far as how social media is here to make your life easier is when it comes to dating and when i say dating i mean basically dating in the sense of you see a cute woman you add her you're sliding her dms or if you're kind of like a chess player like me then what you do is you kind of sit on her for a little second when well, you just sit back and kind of peep what kind of posts she's making what she's talking about what's her viewpoints like You know, let's go through the pictures and I hate to judge a book by its cover, but nowadays the cover that we put out is more true to life of who we are these days. Of course, you got some people that will try to stunt on social media, but I hate to say it, in 2023, a lot of people are really being who they are for the good, the bad, or the ugly. So one of the biggest positives that I get out of it is back in the days, you could meet a very, very attractive woman and you wouldn't really, really find out about her bad qualities until either A, you had been around her for a long time. And if you've been around her for a long time to the point where you're seeing bad qualities, Nine times out of ten, you haven't hit that yet. And you probably won't be hitting that. So you're just seeing her for just who she is because you've just been around her for so long. Now, this is probably what I'm talking about is pre-social media. Whereas now, because usually what would happen is back in the days, if you met a woman and she really liked you and wanted to have you around, she gave you what they call her representative and i hate to say it fellas but if you wound up hitting that within about 30 to maybe 60 days and i'm pushing it with 60 days if you hit that within 60 days you wound up hitting her representative and if you decided to either a keep some type of little situation or turned it into a natural relationship eventually her representative faded away and you were just kind of forced to meet the real her and she was forced to be the real her because like Jay-Z said it's only so long that fake thugs can pretend whereas nowadays on social media it used to be like that where people were just only posting through their representatives but nowadays people are just being who they are you know this pandemic exposed the fact that none of us really got it like that and all of us became humble because somehow some way either our bag got slowed down or us being able to go out and floss the bag and floss either our riches a little bit of expendable money that we have because let's be real when people are out stunned either a they're flossing most of the part they're flossing their expendable income it's just when the rich decide to floss their expendable income it winds up being on very grand levels <laughs> yachts renting out clubs buying bars things like that so During the pandemic, you had it to where these celebrities couldn't go nowhere and do nothing. So regular people were really stuck having to come to grips with themselves. So that was a positive about social media. It will allow you to eventually see who that real person is. Now, to really land my point about an attractive woman, let's say you meet an attractive woman on Facebook. Boom, you add her. And then you sit back. And you see a lot of man bashing posts, male bashing posts, a lot of hyper feminist views and just views to where it seems like men can do no good and men have no intelligence. Just a lot of negativity. That's why social media is here to make your life easier. Social media saved you the heartache. Of probably even trying to take on a date, cause even though brothers have this thing and brothers love to say that, I'll still hit, I'll still hit, I'll still hit. The reality of it is, no, this is not a porn video. In a porn video, a woman can literally, cause I've seen videos like that. The woman when they do the role playing and the acting before they get down to the get down, in real life. A woman's not going to come to you with that same crazy attitude, and you're going to be able to look past it. Not if you're a real one. Now, if you're a simp, you can look past everything just so that you can wet your whistle. But if you're a real dude like me, and like a lot of brothers out here, you're not going to be able to get past the negative attitude. In real life, in order for people to really get down and connect on that sexual level, They have to be vibing. That's why you hear women say a vibe, a vibe, a vibe, a vibe, a vibe. They have to really be able to vibe. And unless you're also a complete asshole, or as some would say, a jerk, it's going to be hard for you to vibe with bad people. So what it does is it allows you to figure out whether this is a good woman or a bad woman. And if you're anything like me, you know you kind of operate off of kinetic energy, which is you give back the energy that you're getting. So if you're getting bad energy, you give back bad energy. If you get good energy, you're able to give back good energy. And that's one of the biggest things that it allows you to do. It allows you to peak that. Also in a sense social media can literally be like Grocery shopping in the sense only thing is now the groceries can reject you You know when you're in the store and you're deciding whether you want frosted flakes cinnamon toast crunch or Cheerios Whatever you pick and whatever your money can buy is it whereas you know with the internet and these little dating apps and social media you are kind of really able to shoot your shot at anybody at any time meaning you can see three dime pieces that you normally wouldn't see going to the side of town where you work or going to the side of town where you live or hanging out at the places that you hang out at whereas now You can shoot your shot at all three of them in one day and then kind of deal accordingly with the ones that are responding and being receptive the ones that are picking up what you are putting down. Also though, that can come with some rejection. All three of them can decide to leave you on red. All three of them can kind of give you some dry energy. Another positive thing about social media and how it's here to make your life easier is even if you were someone that doesn't do well with rejection, whew, or hopping in these DMs and trying to shoot your shot in comments or whatever, it'll make you numb to rejection. I'm talking about numb to rejection in real life and on the internet. Because you will get it, and I know y'all think this is crazy how I can spin that into a positive, but that's what I can do. If you give me lemons, I'm guaranteed to make some type of lemonade. It gets you more numb to rejection. And when you're numb to something, you're able to deal with it better. And I feel like that's something that's helped, brothers. Because from the beginning of time, since a man was five or six years old, They dealt with a lot of rejection, even the handsome son of a gun, like myself, have dealt with enough rejection to last a lifetime and to make you almost immune to it, to where it doesn't phase you, it doesn't stifle you. One of my last questions I'm going to drive home, because I didn't plan on having to make this a big, long episode. Which is, thanks to social media making men so accessible to women, now it makes it to the point to where being outside really is more effective and it counts. Follow me on this one. It's going to take me a while to break this down, but we're going to get through it. I never forget that my mom told me that back in the 70s, when they would go to little house parties they would make fun of people that were standing on the wall because similar to the 90s back in the 70s going to a party was all about talking and getting on the floor and either dancing by yourself or dancing with people so if you weren't dancing and you were just standing up against the wall it was called being a wallflower But the reason why the wallflowers would come through, because even that confused me when I would see it, it's like, what did you come out for? Before social media, we had to get outside to get human human interaction, and sometimes you may not have felt like being bothered, but you just wanted to see humans, you just wanted to soak up that energy, so you would go out and you would just post off in the cut and kind of just people watch now with social media you can get all of that people watching out of your system male or female sometimes women didn't feel like being approached but they wanted to just get some vibes around them they wanted to just hear some music now thanks to social media and youtube and everything else a woman can sit up here and listen to the type of music she wants to at the crib. If she doesn't want to be bothered but she still wants that validation and attention she can just sit up and easily just scroll through her little DMs. She can scroll through her little posts and see guys liking her pictures and calling her beautiful. And it helps them get that out of their system to the extent to where when a woman really does decide we outside and she puts on makeup and fixes up her hair and throws on a nice little outfit and paints her toes and throws on a good open-toed heel and all of that jazz, the stuff that we're gonna see this summer. (coughs) Those are women that truly want to be bothered. Let me get a sip of this sparkling water. They truly want to be bothered and they want to be approached. While they're there, they're already still getting approached by guys that are jumping in their inbox. But what that means is they're ready to get approached by somebody in person, somewhere to where they don't have to guess if the guy's taller than them. They're going to see that the guy's taller than them. They get to kind of see what his economic situation is, kind of by how he's dressed. They can smell his cologne. And I'm telling you, nothing is better than being outside. I can tell you right now, from what I'm going through with the few women that I've met, that I've been getting way more progress and way more rhythm from the women that I meet in person. And the good thing is, nowadays, when you go outside, You're not going to see too many wallflowers. You're going to see folks dancing, and even if folks ain't dancing, you're going to see, because I have noticed this over the past few years, that the women that go to these social settings in person, they're way more receptive to some conversation, especially if you're like me and you're the mouth of the South and you got the gift of gab and you know how to spit that drag on the ass. So that's actually opening up the door. So that's one of the biggest things that I get away from it is all of the whack game and all of the frustrating things. They're dealing with that throughout the week on social media, weekend on social media. They're DMs and all this and that. I'm personally kind of easing up on sliding up in DMs, especially if I'm sliding the DMs dry which is something that I mainly don't do unless I'm full of that drink. So I'm working on that aspect because Lord knows when I'm just chilling during the week and sober, I can care less about DMing these women or really even talking to them like that for the most part. Because a lot of people say, hey, social media kind of spoil things and it's got women feeling like they got options that they don't have yeah that's true. But the good thing is even that type of whale well can work can run dry. So while it can create a false sense of entitlement, a false sense of options, it can be a reality check, and it can kind of serve as a background check, just like on the positive. You can see how cute old girl is. Eventually, if you dig long enough, you can see pictures of this woman with or without makeup. And if you see that she's spitting that positivity and isn't really male or anything, I'm saying definitely figure out a way to build some rapport. Everybody has their own method. I'm not a pickup artist, so I'm not going to get into that. But I would say that you definitely want to sit up and jump down and try to see what's up with that. And it has been couples that have been beating each other on social media. So it definitely can happen. And it is a very good vetting process if you're paying attention. Now, if you're jumping into DMs all blind, and even once you start going back and forth with the woman, if you're not doing your proper research, then you deserve the discomfort of finding out how bad they are once they cross over from the internet into the real life zone. I feel like once you guys... Number one, exchange numbers and start talking on the phone They're kind of creeping from the internet Into the real life zone And once you see them in person They have crept from the internet to the real life zone A good example is kind of like those movies Where you see somebody jump out of the TV And into real life in the movie And now instead of interacting within the TV show They're interacting with the real world. Same thing applies when y'all go from messaging each other on the internet to talking on the phone and actually hanging out and seeing each other. With that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. Always remember, nowadays, if used correctly, social media can make your dating life easier. Y'all can follow me at Lewis Says Black on Twitter, TikTok and the gram, baby. Come on.
0: to toe. She's my Twilight song my Al Capone. She's my Rolling Stones and my Eva Parade.
1: Skirt is a flag. Like a colon, I told she'll take you right over. It's not mean to be facetious. And that look in her eye says, You're the guy she plans to spend this
0: evening with. She's strange. And I like it. And I like it.
1: Yeah, she's strange. And I know you're tired of going back and forth with that nutty ass bitch. This is for y'all. The Lewis S. Black Show. has been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Peace.